It's been a long time. I feel like we left our listeners, bro. And now we're back. Back. You guys, what have you been doing without all the stories that we cover and all the shit we talk about? I don't get it. Welcome to the Daily Attic. Let's bust it. And we're going twice. Don't give a shit. Fuck it. Drug abuse. Mm. Yo, welcome to the Daily Attic. This is actually the Daily Attic slash Daily Rant. Welcome, it's 2021. I want to say this is our first episode since October, November. It's our first one in 2021. 101. Welcome for 2021, 101 episode. Thank you everybody for being patient. I see that we still have a lot of download activity. We still have a lot of people that are down with us and that makes us feel good. That keeps us going. We've been very busy lately uh, in our personal lives. I've been super busy trying to, we've been trying to smuggle meth, smuggle meth, different ways in the body, out the body, out the body experience, (laughs) using alien technology, everything. That's not true. Them UFOs you see is actually our meth meth deliveries coming down. Yeah, so don't trip and call the FBI. But I would say check us out on Twitter. We're not active on it. I would say check us out here or there. We're not active on it. Just enjoy the show for what it is. A half hour of information and fun brought to you by Tim and Dave. Dot com today today so bro i just thought we would get right into it and talk about just briefly about this GameStop and reddit shit going on because people keep asking me to explain it to them speaking of that, you know what the next one they're doing right now is xrp what's xrp it's a like a ripple variant oh, okay so it's a bitcoin it's a current it's a digital currency yeah xrp is the next one guys yeah. i got 30 of them damn good luck they're like 50 cents a piece well i hope they go to five thousand dollars a piece 10 what are we doing what are we doing if you're rich like that well me and you are gonna go on a couples only retreat all right we deserve it we do been working hard you think our wives would care Nah. i mean as long as they get a cut we'll probably have to do something for them too. how about we just don't tell them and we just say work sending us to the daily the daily attic podcast blew the fuck up citadel wants to pick we have to fly to new york yeah because of covid we can't call you exactly phones don't work phones don't work not with masks on i hope everybody's doing well their mental health is doing well because i feel like the consciousness of the world is all down right so in my shower this morning i was thinking of something doesn't have nothing to do with this but because i think in the shower like most people. So I'm, I was thinking about this Biden and Trump thing. Yeah. I don't understand. Everybody I ever talked to, not just friends, but just people outside, I only run into just a few people who support Biden. Okay. And it kind of confuses me of how he won Michigan so much, but I just don't see the support. It, that's that's because we don't live in like a metro area where all the votes are at. You know, you got to figure like solid like Detroit, Grand Rapids. I don't know. I don't think he won Grand Rapids. I don't know. I I agree with you. I don't. Th- I think there's less, but I think there's less of fans of both. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? I think people tolerated. They they want. They, there's only few people that I know that really love Trump and really wanted him to win. But I think they were like scared of Biden. And I think the same way about Biden people. I think they were just they they thought Trump was this horrible person or whatever. He might be. I don't fucking know. But but the end solution to it is the ruling elite is going to maintain power and they need somebody in that motherfucker that's going to be their puppet. And I don't think Trump was their puppet. No, you could tell from day one. I think Trump took us out of that Paris climate uh, change. And you know what? You guys correct me if you want. You could check it out. uh, Check us out on Twitter at Daily Attic Show and say, hey, you know what, Tim, you're full of shit. But if I'm not. But if but if I'm looking at it like ruling world elite governments hated trump because he was not gonna go down that road of um you know world dominance against everybody and i think that's what it is i think everybody's got their finger on i think the government's got their finger on people or or in in people right now more so than ever in history more so than ever in history I agree, man. I mean, it's fucking crazy. And uh, it's funny because you were thinking about that in the shower. I also was in your shower and I was thinking the the world consciousness together us. And I know this is deep and this might be too deep for everybody. It was deep in the shower. It was deep. That's right. Um, But the, the consciousness of the world together, all of us is one. I mean, we're not. We're not all the same person as being, but we're all here. We share the same experience at the same time, right? It's at an all-time low. I agree. I feel like they pushed us inside. They pushed us around um, in fear of this virus, which is you should be concerned about. Just like you should be concerned about radiation. You should be concerned about cancer and cigarettes. You should be worried about all kinds of things that can harm us, right? And I'm not saying this is any better or worse, but I'm just saying that that I think they put us in a position where the world consciousness is down together. And I feel like there's been some experiments about consciousness in, in people and group thought. And I think positive and negative energy is a real thing. I think that it's something that can be harnessed or, or smushed down. And I think right now the negativity is like terrible. Do you remember the Ghostbusters? I think it's Ghostbusters number two where the slime was under the city yep. and it was feeding off the negative energy. That's what's going on right now is we have slime under the earth and it's and the more negative people get, the bigger it gets and the bigger it gets, the more negative people. It's like feeding. It's like a fucking so, positive loop. Do you think this was like a test to see how far they could push people? Like, I think, all right, let's see if you guys all do wear your masks for something that you know, more people die in car accidents a year than, let's see. I don't think it's a purposeful thing like that, but I do think it did show that because we did not push back as much as we could have, that what they're capable of doing. I think it showed that So they're capable of actually controlling us and locking us down. And there's only very few people that benefit from having that control. Mm-hmm. only the power elite i'm talking about and i'm and when i say power elite i'm not even talking about donald trump i'm talking about the people above him i'm talking about the the royal families and the people that in power for centuries that are worth trillions of dollars that we don't even know about people that you don't know their names you know um i know that's all conspiratorial and you guys probably thinking oh shit time to shut this podcast off but you know what go ahead cancel us bitch i don't give a shit because you know what this is cancel society but our show can't be canceled because we run this motherfucker so guess what we say what we want yep true to that nobody pays us no nobody pays me 
I don't have no sponsors. I don't have to worry about what I say. And that's why we can be controversial. We can speak our mind. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. And if you do, you're the one of the ones that I keep looking. You keep downloading our show, even though we haven't launched one in two fucking months. I love you. Just saying, if you don't like it, listen to the next one because we'll change for you. I love you. Who's ever listening to this show right now, I want you to know that I truly, truly feel blessed that you listen to our show. You got any love sounds? Mm, I love you. I don't know, man. I'm just tired of this whole flu thing, though. I think everybody's getting pushed down to a deeper depression. Well, you know my answer for that. We were somewhere around Barstow, (laughs) on the edge of the desert, when the drugs began to take hold. Do some drugs, man. Let's go to Barstow. I'll go to Barstow. I would like to reenact that movie. That would be sweet. If we hit hit big on the stocks, on the XRP and shit. XRP comes through. What do you say? They're 50 cents now. If it goes to 5,000 each, you got how many of them? I got 30. You got 30? (laughs) It's like 15 bucks. I know, but think about it. Bitcoin started at that. Bitcoin started like at 8 cents. I know. And I almost had some. My parents were like, no, no, that's not. No, no, no. There's people mining Bitcoin right now that were since day one, and they're like, ha ha, suckers. Bitches. I'm a millionaire. Billions of dollars. That's just crazy. That's crazy talk. So now that we touched upon Reddit, GameStop, we didn't even touch on GameStop a lot, but I'm trying to explain this to people that don't know stocks. And it's basically that if you don't understand it, you're going to have to read it because even when I explain it, I sound confused, even though I know what I'm talking about. So you're going to have to look into what it is to short a stock and what it is to hold a position on a stock. And then you're going to have to look into what it is for somebody else to start buying that stock and fucking your game up. So I'm going to put it in layman's terms. So you pick a stock, right? Let's say the stock's at 15 bucks. So if you're going to short it, you're going to say, all right, in 30 days, this stock will not be above $23. So you go all in on that. And let's say that you do a hundred shares. So let's say that stock goes above that number that you chose in that time frame. Mm-hmm. You have to buy all those stocks for that price. Yep. So that's how the, the big wall street people are getting fucked. Yeah. Which I don't feel bad, but I do think this is going to cause like a bubble. Yeah. And I mean, it's all our 401ks and shit, man. Yeah. So I don't know if it's good or bad. I feel like our financial system is a fucking sham anyways, man. The way that it works, the way our economic system works with the dollar and their ability to manipulate the dollar and make it, I feel like the people, again, we're going to go back to this. I feel like the people in power can make the rules, whatever they want to benefit their fucking wealth. Oh, yeah. You never see the story of the billionaire that's broke. You see the story of athletes. Motherfuckers have a $100 million contract, and they blow it all on right. fucking their, their entourage, and they're broke. But you never hear about well, there is this one, one of these guy. guys. It's like, you know, you know, I was my company was worth $2 billion. I had five jets, and now I live in a fucking three-bedroom cottage in New Hampshire. That doesn't happen. The only reason that would happen is if they broke the law and they got locked up. True, something. true. But there is this one guy. He, he was in the billions, and his life goal was to donate all that money by the time he dies that's to, a good goal. to places that's so when he died admirable so uh he didn't die yet but he's down to only 
taking in about a hundred grand a year just to live on the rest. He just donated it in. Well, he's just a regular fucking Mother Teresa. And you know what? That takes a big man to do that because I don't even know if I can do all that. I mean, th- I mean, what's the sense of keeping it, man? Yeah, it's just money. It's I th- mean, it doesn't mean nothing. If I had billions, I w- I would pass some on to my children to make sure that I wouldn't give them enough where they didn't have to go out and work and shit. You know, <coughs> right? I guess I'd put it in a trust where they actually had to still go out and be productive and not just sit on their ass. I know that's the worst <coughs> thing is just somebody that has nothing to do. Right. You have to have a goal. You have to have an aim. You have to have something to go for. Yeah, if you don't have an aim, then yeah. Then it's no good. I think we should just get into our stories. Of course, we're going to cover the biggest drug stories of the day. And what we mean by that is this Are drug they? war. Well, we're still talking about the drug war. We've been dibbing and dabbing. and We haven't been dabbing, but we've been dabbling. No, it's not dabbling. We've been... What have we been doing? I don't know, man. We've been kind of looking at the fact of maybe our show and how it's formatted, but also... Like, do you guys care to hear about all the drug busts and shit that happened? You should, because the drug war is one of the main things that this fucking, uh, I want to say, the governments use to make create this criminal class, which is called the, the war on drugs. It's a huge control mechanism. Huge, and, huge profits, man. Huge profits. So that goes back to money controls everything, man. Money controls everything. So let's cover our first story. This story is coming out of uh, the Daily Independent um, out of Ashland. Coming out of Ashland, a suspected president of the Southern White Boys Motorcycle Club. Damn. An affiliate of the Aryan Brotherhood is in custody following the investigation spearheaded by the Boyd County-based DEA Drug Force, Drug Task Force, consisting of federal officers along with investigators of the Russell Police Department. The task force, along with the Sheriff's Department, took in a 30-year-old Delmer Kincaid II. Delmer. And Amy Lynn Carter of Huntington. On state charges of possession of intent to deliver methamphetamine. Over the course of the investigation, drug officers seized two pounds of crystal meth, one ounce of fentanyl, several hundred doses of Oxycontin, Xanax. Uh, what is that called? Gabapentin. Gabapentin. <laughs> paraphernalia, $11,000 cash, and two pistols. The three suspects you were... Said pistols. Pistols. We're all moving drugs together, according to the task force. Authorities point to Aldridge as a major supplier of meth in the tri-state area. An official with the task force confirmed more charges are forthcoming. Hmm. Now, this is like, what do you think gives motorcycle gangs and racist gangs and non-racist gangs and everything? What do you think gives them the power to um, control their areas and do all this criminal activity? Is money is the money and it's the money from the illegal drugs so once again this is a story of um criminal criminality and sadness because at the time of the report terry lee boyce a former imperial wizard of the confederate knights of the american america in north carolina had patched up with the motorcycle gang in marietta ohio so 
this is, you know, motorcycle gangs for the most part are dominantly white, you know, are white, right? For the most part, there's some black motorcycle games, I'm sure. But in this one, this white supremacist biker gang that was detailed in the report included the Confederate cavalry cops, the 5150 crew, the sons of Acer, the white boy society, the white riders riding club, sons of Dixie riding club, the Norseman clan and the pecker woods. <laughs> That's the one I want to be in, man. Oh, God, dude. You damn pecker woods. <laughs> uh, I thought pecker woods was derogatory though. It is unless you're in a motorcycle gang. So they leave the number here to call in case you have any more information. They've already made the bust. Can I say this? Yeah. You guys, don't read this article and call. Don't be a snitch. Yeah, don't be a snitch. Don't tell on your neighbors. No, you don't need to do that shit. But as far as that goes, you know, we don't endorse, of course, any racist motorcycle gangs. We don't believe in that type of thing. But at the same time, you have to recognize that, that, there's no value in giving it any credence. I don't even give a fuck to talk about it because you know what my position is now on race. I'm just not going to acknowledge it. So even though these guys are scum of the earth, piece of shit people, because that's who they are, they still don't deserve to go to prison for drugs. I don't give a fuck what you say. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Damn. Well, yeah. On to the next one. Two Lexington County drug busts net almost 100 pounds of marijuana. Ooh. You know, like 10 years ago, you'd be like, holy shit. Yeah, that ain't nothing now. 100 pounds of marijuana. People got that shit in their closet, man. That is nothing. People grow that a month in their fucking tents, in their garage tents. Officers from the Lexington County Sheriff's Department stacked bags on bags on bags. Damn. Somebody wrote this. Stacked bags on bags on bags. Filled with marijuana on tables and a podium in their headquarters on Thursday. Of course, you have the uh, typical picture at the bottom where they stacked all the marijuana up in the police office, uh, in the police officers, you know, hall there in in the police department. And, of course, a stack of money to show off their bounty. So let me ask you this. So what... What do they like? I mean, they're like, hold on, I gotta get through my ADD here. What are they benefiting from taking this much weed from somebody? Like, I mean, it's they're not getting anything out of it besides exposure. I mean, I don't know, dude. Well, I'll you know t- what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I, I know, know what I'm trying to I, say. I know what here. you're. I know what you're trying to say. The the benefit is it goes into the evidence locker, and then the dirty cops, when nobody's looking, takes it out Uh, and they sell it that makes sense so that's why some police officers drive mercedes and some police officers drive chevy novas it all depends if you're dirty or not you ever watch off the subject Mm -hmm. they're um they're called first amendment auditors and they Mm -hmm. go around with cameras into public places like police stations and federal buildings and just to Mm -hmm. see if you know the people who took an oath to to um, defend defend the Constitution to see what they do, right? And there were actually just there were some in uh, Saginaw, Bay City, Midland, and they all failed, man. 
They all failed. Yeah, they all tried to throw them in or arrest them or find something to do or wouldn't give them, you know, public officers are supposed to say, hey, when you ask for their name, they're supposed to give you your name, man. And badge number. Yeah, because they, they work. That's their policy. It's not the law, but it's right. their policy. Mm. I'm just like, man, these, I love cops. I like the good ones. Mm. Unfortunately, fuck, like everything else in life, there's good ones and bad ones, you know. And I'm I hope the good ones out neighbor the bad ones, but I hope so. It's just I, I know it's a tough I know it's a tough job. It's a tough position. It is, but re- they have to realize that they they are there. Well, not only for us, but because of us, you know. Narcotics team deputies raided the house Thursday. Arriving at the house, they spoke with 26 year old Javier Alaya. He answered the door and said, "What's up, Holmes? What home? You're liar. Deputies smelled marijuana as they spoke to him, and they said uh, deputies found almost 90 pounds of marijuana in Elias' bedroom. They also seized four handguns and $26,000 in cash. Deputies charged Elias with marijuana trafficking and weapon possession during a violent crime. So here's a tip for you marijuana drug dealers. If you're just dealing with marijuana, okay, no matter what the amount, and I don't know who you're dealing with. Maybe you're dealing with non-trustworthy suspects. Listen, I've been ganked for marijuana before, dude. I've had marijuana. Um, I'm a caregiver. I'm a licensed caregiver in Michigan. I could tell you that people have gotten marijuana from me and not paid me. But I don't pull out a fucking gun. No, I, just, I just grow more marijuana. I learn my lesson. I stay away from them motherfuckers. And that's what people need to do because if you get caught with marijuana and a gun, you're done. They're throwing the keys away. So, I was reading an article about uh, Iowa, I mm-hmm, believe, mm-hmm. that they are passing a law because they're one of the states that don't have any kind of marijuana laws. Mm-hmm. But they're passing a law so that they can't have any marijuana laws because they don't want that shit in their fucking state. Yeah, I'm like Jesus Christ, man. It's weed, and, and you know, you know what? But they'll sit there and they probably dole out a ton of Norcos to people. Oh, and I mean, they probably fucking beer and wine and buy, is yeah, all they over go up the there place. and get yeah. fucking drunk as shit, man. Doesn't matter. I'd rather drive with drive on the road with somebody <laughs> that's smoked weed than you know drunk off their fucking ass. Not me. I'd rather have them drunk. Damn. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's a joke, everyone. Trafficking marijuana is considered a violent crime in South Carolina. Jesus. This is the same place these motorcycle gang motherfuckers came from. No wonder why they're making so much money. If it's considered a violent crime, then the value must be crazy. Let's see how much the value is. The marijuana was estimated to have a street value of $455,000 for a hundred pounds. That's excuse me. Why do this math? That's $4,550 a pound. That's outrageous. Hmm. If you're getting that in South Carolina, I'm on my way, Gamecocks. Do you remember uh, when you were growing up, how much was a pound? Ooh. See, when I was growing up, it was that brick weed, man. It was that the weed wasn't growing around here. So when I was growing up, you probably got 1100 a pound. Nine, nine hundred. Nine, nine Actually, I had a hookup one time, 700 a pound. But it was. I used to have my. Uh, it was girth. My neighbor used to get some good shit. Black dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good guy, man. He's he's in real estate now. Really successful, but uh, he used to front us a pound every every week for five hundred, man. 
That's we break that shit down shit. and sell dime bags all day, man. Would you break it down? Oh, excuse me. Woo. Sorry about that yawn. Holy shit. Did you break it down into ounces first? Did nope. you sit down? No. I used to have this routine where I would take a I would take a pound and I'll break it into sixteen ounces. I'll take newspaper and put it down. I'll take a newspaper and spread it out. Then I'll take that pound, I'll break it down into sixteen ounces. And then whatever was left over, that was my little smoking sack because I always made my ounces 28. But, re- you know, really a pound because the ounce is 28.8. Right. And people don't realize a pound is really 554, not 448. No, it's five. It's more than 448. But that's what people go to. They round it low. But I would always take that extra little sack. That would be my smoke sack. And then I will take the ounces and break them down if I had to. But if not, whatever. But it always had seeds, stems. I right. mean, it, you're talking about. But going for a pound now, like since a, like since a million, no seeds, you're probably talking about street value two grand. I mean, like I used to sell like eight, eight balls of cocaine for, you know, hundred and ten bucks. I don't know what they are now, but fuck, dude. Yeah, they're, like they're two, more than that. They're two twenty five now. Jesus Christ, for more cut, probably too. Probably more cut, because it's because of stuff like this. Because exactly. states like this. And and it's not it's nobody's you're not gonna end it. It's not gonna end. It's no, gonna keep going. The money, the money's there for the government, man. So they're not gonna cut you, their own. I think throats. they're gonna go after the dollar, though. I think they're gonna quit. Try to make the, all dollars digital and traceable. That way, you can't do this shit. But then you know, half the government won't get paid. So, anyways, in the car. That so they did after this ninety pounds from Javier Ayala, I believe his name was. Sup, Holmes. The next day, the police uh, with the police department in Springdale, which is north of uh, Casey, Casey, and surrounds Platt Springs Road, pulled up to a driver who didn't make a full stop at a stop sign. <laughs> so the driver sped off. They chased him. He ran into a ditch, and they caught him. And in the car, they found almost 10 pounds of marijuana, cocaine, methamphetamine, other controlled substances, as well as drug paraphernalia. So that's how they got their 100 pounds. It was 90 from Javier, 10 from this traffic stop, and now they're showing it off like it's a trophy. So we've been saying <coughs> since, like, our first episode that if you're going to sell drugs, follow the traffic laws. Oh, Make easy. sure all your fucking taillights oh, and headlights are of good. Course. Never carry a weapon. 101. And they still, fuckers, their taillights out. 101, motherfuckers. I had a friend when I was... His name was Sonny. When I was like 19 or 20, man, he had a whole bunch of weed in his car. He has brights on over by the Boys and Girls Club in Bay City. Yeah. Cop flashed him just to say, hey, man, your brights are on. Yeah. He fucking flashed him back. They pulled his ass over and found all that shit, man. Like, dude, just use some sense. I always thought if I was a drug runner, if I was a big, like, especially like marijuana or anything, like marijuana is more acceptable now, of course, in certain states. But if I was going to make a living as a drug runner, I probably would be very inconspicuous, but I would make sure that the drugs are in something that first you can't smell or see unless you have. Like your prison wallet. Like your prison wallet. Yes. What is that? Butthole. Oh, maybe. But, um. I would also invest into a vehicle that was maybe a commercial type vehicle, mm-hmm. like maybe a bread truck or something inconspicuous. And I'll try to stay off the main highways where they do drug busts at. Cause they tell you, you can do your research right here. 
And we should come up with drugroutes.com. Right. You know what I mean? Quit taking t- 280 West down in like Tennessee or whatever. It is. That's the biggest corridor in the fucking Blue country. Water bridge. Don't do that. Dude, don't go over the Blue. Don't go <laughs> over the Blue Water Bridge, no matter what you do. Because they're going to ask you. They're so, going to look you in the face and say, do you have drugs in your vehicle? And you're going to, every time you're going to freeze and fail. Think about how profitable would it be to hire like a UPS driver or a FedEx driver. Oh, that would be great. They, they never get pulled over. No, dude. they never get pulled over. Dude. USPS you got to be smart, or, people. Quit trying to keep all the money for yourself. People are buyable. You can buy anybody, man. Pretty much. Sad but true. People are whores. They are. Anyways, <laughs> we can't even cover our last story today. We'll get that next. We'll get that next episode. So we want to welcome you back. It's been a long time. Sorry we ranted a lot, but we're going to drop a couple episodes this week, so... Keep your motherfuckers on your toes. I want to give a shout out to Steve-O, our numero uno. Oh, yeah. Irishman. We love you, dog. Thanks for keeping us going. Thanks for commenting. Steve-O. Especially on the CBD butt plugs. Hey, we love making the uh, commercials. Maybe we'll get into that a little more, but who knows? <laughs>